Ray FM at X, K, sorry, KXRY Portland and KQAC HD3 Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. And welcome to Casual Sex. I'm Carrie Cohen. And I'm Leslie Harper. Sex is an essential and enlightening part of our lives. I feel like I'm not talking well tonight. It's essential and enlightening. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. The goal of our show is to explore ideas, the ways we limit ourselves, and the ways in which we can expand our understanding of sex, love, and relationships. You can join our discussion tonight by texting us at 971-220-5979, or you can call us at 503-233-9729. Uh, so, uh, one of the, uh, uh, there's no way to start this show tonight without addressing the Kavanaugh hearing because it was such a big deal today. I mean, it was sort of life changing for me in that, like I said earlier that I feel like, um, I am basically no longer a sex and love addict. (laughs) Like it, my favorite response, however, (laughs) was your, your friend said, you said, I could feel my sex and love addiction slipping away. Uh, was just slipping away, floating, floating away, floating away. Yeah, and your friend was like, "I can feel my heterosexuality floating away." I know. And I was like, <laughs> she also said her will to live, I, and that's yeah. yes, yes, yeah. that is what happened today because it was just so horrifying. It was so horrifying, horrifying, and also uh, not surprising. I think the shock no longer happens. Yeah. Right. Um, no, it's not really that it's surprising. It's it's like, it's just that it's, it's the the depress the depressing nature of, of what's happening and what happens all the time is just it's just kind of like g- being ground into our psyches in this new way. Right. You know, it's mm-hmm. like we all. I mean, we've all lived with this forever, but we were just, it, it's we didn't have to listen to it like in a, um, you know. On, on the radio or on TV all the time, like that much, like actually hearing people who are in charge of our country and in charge of like making decisions for us saying these awful things that, I mean, we kind of knew, but we didn't want, we didn't have to hear it before. 
Right. They were so much more, you know, they were part of being a politician was uh, not dare sharing that. Right. So I feel like, uh, I feel like it's a little different. I think it is. I think, okay, sorry, I'm distracted by something technical, which I can't be distracted during this time. So let me say this. I was, was definitely horrified, was definitely not surprised, was definitely not shocked and feel like it's time for, like, I saw a lot of men writing in Mm -hmm. uh, about this, you know, and saying, uh, this is horrific and what can we do, you know? And it's like, okay, I know what you can do. You can talk about it with the other men, you know? Yeah, exactly. And stop making it about, uh, the women. Yeah. And, and the fact that they need to like, oh, whoa, hello. Yeah. <laughs> That's me yeah. talking. And the fact that they need to get up and figure out how to do things or yes. like that, you know, I mean, it's like really what you can do is you can stop listening when you can stop being passive mm-hmm. when people are talking about women as if they're property mm-hmm. or um, um, disposable or whatever it is. Um, and you can start saying, hey, that's not cool. The same way that you would call out, hopefully, that you would call out racism, the same yeah. way you would call it homophobia. Um, and I and I that's what makes me the angriest is is seeing people like men, especially the same men who withheld their vote. Yep. In 2016. Yeah. And said, well, we're not going to vote because it's on principle and stop mm-hmm. telling me how to vote where I was like, listen, dif- differing with you around the ideology of withholding mm-hmm. a vote is not the same thing as telling you how to vote. Right. Right. And I beg people, I beg them to think about the Supreme Court. Mm hmm during that time mm-hmm. and they were like well you know maybe it takes a revolution maybe it oh, takes God. and I'm like There's really so this a revolution because guess what only men guess what that, white men you know they're the last person who's going to exactly. be affected by this decision that's why it was only men it was only it was only white men well but that. then remember more than half of the white women who voted voted for Trump too I know so it wasn't just white men who did I that know. it was people with privilege and people with Stockholm syndrome yes exactly <laughs> exactly yeah and I'll never forget when we were uh when we were out that time and those men came and joined us and one of them told us that he had voted for Trump. Yeah. And, and, and everybody was like, okay. And I was like, get out of my, get away. Yeah. You don't actually get to breathe yeah. the air at my table. Yeah. And then of course he stu- st- stuck around and talked stuck stupid, around. ridiculous. And basically it was, it was like, you know, he obviously wanted to get in someone's pants and I was kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, you already, someone's, you already, you know, uh, effed all women. So yeah. no more, no more, you know, no more of that for you. Let's hope you get a lot of what's You already did that. Sorry. Right. It's no, he was over. terrible. And I, and I'm so, and I will not entertain that. And I will not, nope. I will not entertain people who are like, can we just, you know, talk about our differences and agree to disagree? Nope. No, we actually can't. No. Cause I'm going to stroke out. <laughs> I'm going to stroke out. out just from watching the news. I'm going to have an erupted aneurysm. Exactly. And the truth is, is that I don't have enough time or space in the world no. to give you any. No, exactly. I don't need to have conversations anymore about mm, nope. why our differences are important no. and why you deserve this or that. Much agreed. No. Much agreed. And Done. I, yeah, exactly. And because also, like, we're not, we're not gonna. I know, I know that, I know that that we're right. <laughs> so <laughs> I just feel like, uh, why would I talk to somebody who I completely who you know, I completely disagree yeah, with. I don't need to hear and your, just make myself your, angry. Your I don't need to hear your like lo- faulty logic yes, anymore. Yes, exactly. Why bother? And also, like as we, I think as we get older too, that like we just get more and more solid in that. Where it's sort of like, no, nope, not mm-hmm. not enough time on on the earth for that. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. like I, I, I'm going to keep stay with my bubble of people who are correct as mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's yeah. it. 
That's it. Agreed. And I've gotten rid of a lot of them too, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, life's too short and the time yeah. just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. There's not enough time to even be around the people I really, really choose to want to be around. Exactly. Let alone waste it on a bunch of idiots. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really it was really transformative for me today. I mean, just to go back to like my whole uh, sex and love addict uh, revelation, just uh, mm-hmm. that I really, I really felt something lift off of me today mm-hmm. where I'm just like, I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not doing that anymore. I Mm-mm. really am not. Like, I really feel like, like, nope, no longer go- gonna do everything by your rules. Mm-mm. You know, no longer just gonna like, you know, uh, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna like beg or wait around for, you know, some dude just because, yeah, you or know. follow all the rules that they put in there just to yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. I'm I just, I'm not doing it anymore. Well, and I think that that's one of the ways that like our, we've talked about this before, like your, our various traumas, mm-hmm. often the, the, the manifestation of the trauma for you and I, sometimes those two things don't meet well. Yeah. You know, and so I feel like any time that we've had significant issues in our relationship has mm-hmm. been about various traumas yes. meeting and not yes. connecting in a and way. And like you have, you've said quite eloquently that that um, that your friend, tra- when your friend trauma meets up against my sex and love uh, mm-hmm. addict man trauma stuff, mm-hmm. that's when things get bad. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Mm-hmm. But it's all, I mean, it is that and it's also my man drama. Right. And the Plus ways that, that and yes. my decisions around men a long time ago right. to, which, you know, you can make a decision that actually putting it into action mm-hmm. is a different thing entirely. So it's taken me a very long time to get to a place where I'm like, no, I will not suffer fools. I will not suffer yes. your misogyny. I will not do what you want me to do. I yes. won't smile. Yes. I won't dress a certain way. Yes. You know, and, and all of that kind of fell by the wayside when I was done escorting. Yeah. That I was like, I basically did like an immersion process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as an escort, really I was paid to do the things that these people wanted. And then at some point when I was done doing that, I was like, man, never again. Yeah. Am I ever gonna play yeah. the fool like that? You know, and and I haven't. And then you, and then I hear things like, you know, dyke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is so typical. Of course, it's like when typical. someone call cat calls you and you're and you don't yeah. respond, and then they go dyke, and yeah. you're like, geez, I guess I made the wrong decision. I should have yeah. really gone with you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I should have gotten gotten in the car with you that you mm-hmm. yelled from. Or you strange know, when man. they when they call you the b word or the whatever yeah. c word, and you're yeah. like, wow, clearly I made the wrong choice. Yeah. Because man, you seem like a, you, you seem like the best possible like solution such to my a life. Gentleman, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good news is, is uh, because of the Kavanaugh hearings, uh, I think I'm probably not going to be suffering You're cured. fools either. <laughs> I talk swear, about how something happened. Never actually cured, but yeah, it took this. I guess I don't know. Like something really happened for me today. Revolutionary cure. Yeah. Who knew? Immerse yourself I mean, in men you know, like on trial for like assault. Yeah. Yeah, the truth is, or, is I'd, ra- or, I'd rather giving testimony that. about assault rather. Right, I'd rather that not happen to women. Mm-hmm. But if this, you know, had to be the case, then I have a silver lining. Right, <laughs> that's what Lisa said. Yes, Looking um, for the silver lining. Yes. So I want to remind everybody of the text line. Um, if you, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if what we're talking about yet is uh, anything you want to join well, in on, but you certainly can. Certainly should. Um, 971-220-5979. And looky there, we have a text. Mm-hmm. I was working last week, so I wasn't able to comment. Re, what's the craziest place you've ever had sex? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay, let's go there again. I've had sex outside twice, but this is my. <laughs> that was. 
<laughs> okay, no. Okay. Be nice, though. One, once on the steps of a Lutheran church and once on the roof of a running train. All right. Engine running but roof. not moving. That That's a is big actually deal. that. So okay. If you had I'm just gonna, left it at outside, you yeah, would have been in big trouble with because Carrie. Because I made, <laughs> I've been, make, I make fun of people. I'm just gonna full disclosure, and I say this with love. I make fun of people who, whenever I say, what's the craziest place you've ever had sex? They're always like, ooh, outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's not. Actually, what she does is she goes, join the club. Yeah, join the club. So but if you would have left it at that. But yeah. I mean, on the on the, on the the roof of a running train. That's interesting. And on the steps of, of a Lutheran church is pretty good, too, actually. That is actually. No, those are great. Those I, I would have preferred Catholic church. Yes, but that's, that's true. You know. But still, that's great. Can't be choosy. It's just that I was raised Catholic, and I really have a certain disdain for the Catholic church. So I think... I mean, how many times have you had sex outside? I would say like, like a I million. mean, literally like remember, hundreds. Remember the story of me waking up with a kids playing uh, soccer? <laughs> no. When I was I naked with like story. an empty bottle of Gallo? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Went to, with my ex-boyfriend when I was like 20, went to a field mm. in the Gospico yeah. to like, you know, because, you know, don't want to go to his house, to, couldn't yeah. go to my house because he is actually really freaked out by my dad's like, like, like kills my dad was a hunter and so he had like heads everywhere <laughs> like animal heads and bows and arrows and stuff he's like I can't seem to get it up guns I don't know or whatever it he's like it just really freaks me out to be here I can't be here and I was like okay <laughs> so when, when my dad was gone often but couldn't go there couldn't go to his parents because he still wasn't cool telling his parents that he had you know girl, girls staying the night or whatever oh, yeah. so we went to this field in Lake Ospigo and had sex and you know we're completely naked under this one little tiny blanket on top of another blanket mm. and it was like a empty like gal- like one of those gallon jugs of like mm. gallo rose wine or something I love it and we, I woke up and I, with a, that horrible hangover and a bunch of kids really close by playing soccer mm. and parents and like the whole oh, thing oh no yeah and oh. I was like oh why <laughs> and I'm trying to put like the little tiny blanket over us and my brother thinking I was like wake up wake up wake up <laughs> And he's like, what's going on? I was like, oh, my Lord. And they're literally just ignoring us as if we're not there. But we're so obviously there. There's two naked people. Yes. With and a tiny, parents, thin blanket. Parents are like, please don't look. Please don't look that way. Please don't look that way. I mean, it was totally not yeah. balls. Yeah. We just quickly got dressed and ran out. And no one even looked at us. But I, I just, you know. There, there's at least one of those kids who's going to remember that story for the rest of his life. Of course. Of course. And he's probably jerking off it to it to this day. <laughs> That's the thing about early sexual experiences. Yeah, formative. There is that you know the first one of the, the some of the first things you get super aroused by will become it will go into your hashtag spank bank <laughs> for the rest of your life. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, we have another text uh, on a different subject. Have you heard of that legislation that made Craigslist shut down the personal ads? Yes, I was wondering how that's going to affect the lives of sex workers. You can speak to that. Huh? I can. When I first started doing sex work, I used Craigslist and I very quickly realized what a bad idea it was. And I think mm. it will affect some things, but I think that there is something very much worthwhile about going through like a website. The one that I went through was owned by a woman. And even though I didn't always agree with her, um, I knew that it was it, there was just a lot of protection there. Um, mm-hmm. It was a very, very inexpensive to be a part of that. And um you know, it was really important that people, so when people actually did sign up and if they were going to see escorts, they had to put their actual information into that and it had to be verified. Mm. And there had to be verifiable um, references from other people, et cetera. Yeah. And so I feel like um, it's actually safer right? Uh, safer for, for women. women. And mm-hmm. there's so much trafficking that goes on in Oregon and, yes. and everywhere that I was really uncomfortable with um, Craigslist in general anyway. Mm. Um because there was a lot of trafficking going on through that mm. and a lot of trafficking a, a lot of a lot of traffickers using that um to get clients and i and i because that that was an easy way to sort of hide under going fly under the radar yeah that makes sense um so i i was uncomfortable with the craigslist 
casual encounters or, you know, whatever, um, for a number of reasons. And so I'm not actually upset that they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, especially because like you just said, there's just so many other avenues. There are so many. And yeah. Craigslist, you know, let's just keep Craigslist to like selling your couch. Can mm-hmm. we just do that? <laughs> like, and finding apartments. A, yeah, and a yard worker. Or whatever. You know, or, you know, for personal ads, like they do have actually personal ads still, don't they? For, um, they do. Oh, you dating for, ads or whatever? Like for. Oh, they have, they, I think they still have the like missed connections one. They just don't have the casual. No. Sex one. No, they don't have the casual. Casual encounters. Right. They don't have casual encounters. But they anymore. have other ones, I think. Well, they have the missed connections. Where it's like, you know. They don't have personal ads like um, for dating. Honestly, I haven't been on there in I, so long. I, I, I haven't know. either. But I, unless that happened recently, the thing that they got rid of was the casual encounters, which was very much about sex work. It and, was totally about sex. Um, yeah. and But there there were other ones that were like dating, just like any other personal ads would be. Like, okay, were Cupid there? or whatever. Well, I know. So long, long ago. Yeah, when, like man for when woman, I was, woman for man, yeah, man for man. Almost like nine years ago now. That's actually where I met that... Uh, that uh, guy who's now my friend who was on the show with us mm-hmm. that time, right. you know, that's mm-hmm. actually how we met was, mm-hmm. uh, was on Craigslist in, in whatever that dating yeah. thing is. Cause that was pre uh, dating apps. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I was like, you know, slowly getting out of my first marriage. And, you know, I didn't, I mean, I was just like at home on my computer. Like how do I, you know, I hadn't had sex in like five years. I was just like, must find D must find D like that's basically where I was at but I um but I mean I didn't just I wanted you know the D to be attached to a person that I might like <laughs> so that's what I you wanted attached D god you want it you, you want so much you don't just want to disattach D yeah well I want that too but I've got plenty of those um I wanted a person and so and then you know and, and that was great actually we had a nice little relationship for a few months is that I, said I said disattached. D- oh, this is what you said. I think detached I, I, I is the word. Detached is probably the word. I'm right. usually the one who screws up words like that, so I disattached. assume it was me. I liked it. Um, the text line again is 971-220-5979. So here are the things we're talking about so far. You can talk to us about anything. anything. Sky's the limit. really is about, about sex and relationships. But thus far, we're talking about, uh, what, you know, I guess what's going on with Craigslist. Uh, <laughs> maybe you have the answer as to actually what if there is still like a sort of dating op- mm-hmm. app opportunity thing on Craigslist and then also we went back to talking about uh craziest places you've had sex mm-hmm. so and we typically do like a pretty like easy going funny kind of text challenge but um given today and the Kavanaugh thing yeah I, I would say like one maybe hearing about like your thoughts on that like mm-hmm. not not necessarily like if you've been assaulted or anything like that. I don't expect you to um throw that out there at this point but like maybe just um what was your take like how did Mm -hmm. that feel to you because I think it's been really really harming harmful I mean like really really painful I should say for Mm -hmm. a lot of people today um I've seen it I've felt it it's palpable yeah so sure um if you want to get some of that off your chest um with two people who 100% support you yeah by all means write in um and so uh and we do have more texts coming in but we're going to take a quick break first and when we come back we will get to those and continue with casual sex Ooh.
You're a part-time lover and a full-time friend The monkey on your back is the latest trend I don't see what anyone can see in anyone else Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cardinal Club, a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m. to midnight Monday through Thursday and 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Located between Burnside and Cooch on Northeast 28th, Cardinal Club plays vinyl when they're not streaming X-Ray FM. More information available at cardinalclubportland.com. Pebbles, forgive me, the trees, forgive me, so why can't you forgive me? I don't see what anyone could see in anyone else, but I will find my niche in your car with my mp3 dvd, rumble pack guitar, I don't see what anyone can see in anyone else, but Oh, I hate to hear that song go away. I know. I love that song. Everybody loves it. And they should Moldy Peaches. Yeah. Um, we're back with casual sex. And so we're uh, let's go straight to text. Again, you can text us at 971-220-5979. Uh, this text just came in earlier. Sup, ladies. <laughs> Sup. Okay, we'll start there. Sup. Can you offer any de-escalation techniques that I could use when arguing with my spouse? I often end up with my foot in my mouth making things worse, even though my intention is to not do that help. Yes, I do. I do have some ideas for you. I'm going to just listen to her ideas because I do that too. Yeah. I, so one of the main, when I have couples, when as a therapist, when I have couples in front of me, one of the, so there are a number of things that I, I help, I take them through around trying to help them with communication. And one of the first things is... Uh, there, there's very think of it this way there's very little space you need between the feeling that comes up for you and then saying something mm. and you need that space though and that yep. space is so important and one of the things that you need to think about inside of that space that may slow you down and before you say the thing you're about to say is what do I actually want right now because so often what they want is to feel connected or to feel or to feel um, heard or to feel um, uh, uh, loved or, you know, and, and off. And then the thing that comes out of their mouth does the opposite. Creates or to the opposite totally mouth. insult the other person is what I'm thinking. That, yeah. Oh, to totally. <laughs> that's ultimately your intention. Well, well, that's different. Not ultimately my intention. But in the moment, right. that's where you go first. Because that's the difference between reacting and responding. I yes. Think. Yes. So like my ultimate intention is always different. But I have this this conversation oftentimes with women in prison uh-huh. about that where I'm just like where we talk about, you know, stopping. By the way, thinking. she works in a prison as a right. as as a she gives workshops she's not in the prison like as a she's not in the prison but you know okay. I could have been just like any of you could be absolutely. turn a corner absolutely the prison population looks very different than the narrative you've been fed that's right um, but I will say this I uh, will say uh, we'll talk about that where I'll say like hey it does actually like when you're having a conversation with someone oftentimes first of all one of the big communication issues in this situation mm-hmm. I think is someone will be saying how they're feeling and we the other person is just thinking of how they're going to respond so missing a lot of the information right and then and as soon as you do the thing of like you suck or you're lazy or you're whatever then a wall goes up and nothing Mm -hmm. ever gets resolved it's just defending each other one another back and forth the Mm -hmm. whole time but there's this thing of like but it 
uh, well, I have women be like, but it feels so good just to like stick it to them. And I'm it like, can. yeah, it does it can, in yeah. the moment. But it's just kind of like the same way that like, but you aren't getting your that needs met. a shot met. of heroin or, yeah. you know, a bottle of vodka feels good in the moment. In mm-hmm. the end, it doesn't serve you. No. And ultimately you're not. The, the question is, wh- what, what, what is my actual need here? What need do I want to get met? And usually, well, sometimes it is just to eviscerate someone. Then later, but later, <laughs> but it might be initially, but that's why take that moment to really think about like, is, is that really what is I, the evisceration gonna like is that going to get me it's because it's also like what do I want to get back what do I want to get back here yeah and so um the other thing is um you actually addressed a little bit which is uh uh, which is to uh when you're arguing with somebody ideally it's not arguing but that you're sticking to what you're actually feeling as opposed to what the other person is doing that's important Right. See how much you can just stay with. There's so much of it is just letting go. It's like it's I know how hard it is. Believe me, I get it. But it's so hard to let go of defending yourself and being mm-hmm. like, no, I didn't. You did this, you know, and instead to let go of that and to just get with like, what am I feeling right now? Mm-hmm. I'm feeling, you know, uh, attacked or I'm feeling um, uh, hurt or mm-hmm. I'm feeling, you know, w- whatever you're actually feeling. I mean, this right. is sort of obvious advice to stick with feeling uh, approach as opposed to you did this and you did well, that. Well, it, it seems obvious, but it's actually really hard to remember in the moment. So I think it it's is. kind of the best advice. It's the same. So basically the truth is, is that the only change you can create is change, changing yourself, mm-hmm. right? And so when you're in a situation like this, it's often just about modeling mm-hmm. like what you want to see in the world. It's mm-hmm. like if whatever you want to see, what the kind of relationships that you want to have and the way that you want to like experience other people you have to model that yes and hope that they pick you up and meet you where you are that's right you know because you're not going to make them do it no and and that is leads to my third point which Mm -hmm. is that it's really good and this is just good actually this is good advice for just life in general but aim to play the long game so in other Mm. words that's really good advice in the moment Take responsibility for your part of something, knowing, knowing that the other person has so much responsibility to take as well. But don't worry about that. That's not your problem right now. Can't make them do it anyway. You'll get there eventually. Eventually. But in the meantime, just take responsibility for your own part, knowing that you're playing the long game to have a good relationship slash get your needs met, you know, Mm -hmm. that that that's how we get our needs met is by playing the long game. It's not like jumping all over something and reacting and, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, well, because it never gets right. the response that you want anyway because everyone's defensive. Exactly. exactly, exactly. But what about this? If you really need a little bit of like, I'm going to stick it to them mm-hmm. to get you through, mm-hmm. imagine that you are actually really cool and do like take the high road mm-hmm. and like do play the long game mm-hmm. and you respond in a way that's actually respectful on both ends. Mm-hmm. Then at the end you can be like, guess what? You don't have anything to point out and say like, look yes. what an a- like a weird idiot you were. Yes. Because you never played into that. Exactly. You that kept is such it a like part of legit it. and you kept yep. it kind or to whatever, you know, you kept it mm-hmm. you kept it real. I almost said, but yeah, you did. <laughs> and but you know, in a different way. I meant that in the literal sense. And and you didn't play the game of like who can who can blame or judge right. the other person the best right, or exactly. be the most insulting. If you don't do that, then literally no one can go back to you and go, oh, but remember when you did this? Yes. Which also, by the way, is bad arguing when you say, uh, I'm upset because you did this thing. And, and the other person, yeah, no, like now if you say like, I, I'm upset you did this thing. And then the other person says, well, you always do that thing too. So oh, okay. that's bad arguing. I thought you were, yes, yeah. you, we were talking about the same thing because yeah. I was remembering 
a conversation, a fight that I had, an argument I had with Ruben where mm-hmm. I was mad because I said something about like in the moment, something that just happened mm. that I was saying like, I'm not okay with this. And he goes, well, but remember two weeks ago when mm. you did this thing? And nope. I was like, wait, let, let's stop deflecting. Like, if you want to talk about that later, we That's can, right. but here's we can where we are right now. Yes. That is, and that is always the answer that you give to a person who does that is you say, oh, okay, so that's something that was upsetting for you. You didn't bring it up then. I'm bringing this up now. But okay. <laughs> that's a well, little bit of a, that's a little dig there. Yeah, but my well, point, I'm, ju- I'm, just, I'm just making a point around it. That's not actually what you say. Yeah. You say, oh, that was something that was upsetting. We'll, we'll get, get to that Let's next. Let's talk about that. Let's put but that next first, on the agenda, but can yes, we finish this first, conversation? First, <laughs> I want to finish what I right. brought up with you. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So. Uh, all right, next text. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I am too. Okay. I've been dating this guy and I really like him, but I also realize that every time we hang out, we both end up getting drunk. What are the chances we'll still like each other when we're sober? Oh, Lordy, who knows? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I, I, that's the that, that's the age old question, isn't it? It is. It's such an age old question. I'll never forget the first time I had sex sober, and I was like, God, I'm like pushing forty. <laughs> <laughs> How do, what what in the world do I do with all this junk? <laughs> with all your junk. Well, all your I, junk, all my junk, all yeah, these things. Like, yeah. like uh, sober sex was such a crazy thing for me, and still is few and far between for me, I guess, probably. You know what the thing is, is you can't, you you probably can't know yet. I mean, Mm-mm. the obvious, I'm not going to say the obvious, I will, I'll say the obvious advice, but then I'm going to say the real advice. The obvious advice would be to say, I don't know, make a plan where you do something that doesn't involve drinking, you yeah. know, see what happens. But I'm not going to say that because Ew. I don't believe in that garbage. Right. What I am going to say is this, don't worry about it. Eventually, you're going to be living together. <laughs> you're going to be like in a in bed and one of his, one of you is going to be like, did you take out the recycling? Mm-hmm. And the other one's going to be like, I, you were supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I mean, and, and then you're going to, you're going to be like, you know, oh, screw you. And then you're going to roll over and go to bed and you'll be in a relationship and it'll be fine. Right. Or, you know, you'll just be drunk the entire time and one of you will eventually be like, we're going to die or go to AA. Exactly. Or like, I mean, exactly. who cares? Like, it'll lead where it leads. Wherever yes. you are, there you are. Yes. If you just start, you've been dating this guy so it means that you're still kind of in the early throes of it. Eh, well, the early throes of it seems like it involves alcohol. Over really time, it'll movie? change. Was a great film that we saw with a woman um, winning stead. It's called Smashed, I think. Oh yeah, remember? yeah, uh huh. Where she had a relationship and then a mm-hmm. marriage mm-hmm. with um, Jesse from um, ba- Breaking Bad. I can't remember his yes. name. Yes. Um, yes. And anyway, they they were married. They had been in a relationship forever. Then they were married and they were alcoholics. And they had, like a lot of their things were wrapped around alcohol. And then event she got sober and it mm-hmm. completely Everything the marriage exploded, fell apart. Yeah. But I mean, that's you know obviously. Uh, uh, um, different situation than what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so that could ha- so I guess what I'm saying is worst case scenario yes. that happens yes but then you know who doesn't have a divorce under their belt chances are it'll just die down right now yeah. you're probably just like all excited so you're you guys are drinking together a lot and right it's just part of what's happening now but and maybe you don't like him sober but if, if you don't like him sober and he doesn't or he doesn't like you sober or wait does it say dating him or her I can't I don't know if you don't like them She's sober a guy. and they don't like you sober then I guess I would say this uh, join the club. There's a lot of people I don't like sober. There's a lot of people yep. I don't like drunk. Yep. Whatever. You'll get there when you get there, yeah. and I wouldn't worry about it. Don't be afraid of, you know, of feeling bad. You know, the bottom line is you're going to feel bad. Let's face it. Like, we're mm-hmm. all going to, like, you're going to be in a relationship, and whether it works or not, you're still going to feel bad. Or, you know, as... <laughs> oh, that's, as wow, that's really good advice. As whether Taylor, it works or I not, you're ther- still going to feel I bad. I am a therapist. As Taylor Swift says... <laughs> Importantly, I'm really glad you give Taylor Swift advice to people. Well, she had some very good advice with this line, okay. which what is, is it's either going, it's either going to last forever or it's going to go down in flames. Okay. And that's the truth. Or maybe it will just slowly dwindle and 
or right exactly. you'll still be friends here and there that can happen yeah. but more likely it's the one of the other two and but then if it's lasting forever it's kind of last it just transforms forever no matter what you you're gonna your your relationship with this person is gonna go through some changes and it'll reach a new stage but i wouldn't worry about it I right. just wouldn't worry about it right now. Just go ahead. Just enjoy yourself. Enjoy this time because, you know what? Enjoy this time because later you'll look back and be like, damn, I wish I had enjoyed that or the early stages of our relationship when we weren't, you know, arguing yet or like, you know, or like the passion was still all the way there or whatever. So enjoy it. And don't worry about it too much. That's what I would say. Um, unfortunately, I was trying to listen to you, but then I te- then I uh, Googled <laughs> Taylor Swift quotes and I was mesmerized because, wow. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, she's a hard, she's a horrible. But I mean, they horrible. read like bumper stickers. I know she's hard. Turns she's out, freedom horrible. ain't nothing but missing you. I know what <laughs> she's horrible. People have always been out, been there for me, but people haven't always been there for me. But music always has. She's probably the most uh, privileged white woman on the planet. Just be yourself. There's no one better. Yeah. Oh God, she's the worst. Actually, um, there are a lot of people better than yourself. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> the We're only gonna... one who's got enough of me to break. Wait, the only wait. The only one who's got enough of me to break my heart. What does that mean? The only one. Who's that's all, that's got all it enough. says. All you need to do to be my friend is to like me. She's yeah. She's not. She's not. I mean, I was joking when I said. She I mean, these quotes advice. are really. I mean, okay. I know we're not going to focus on this, but I just have to say the last tarot. <laughs> In a relationship, each person should support the other. They should lift each other up. It's like that's your quote. You're actually taking <laughs> exactly. You're taking responsibility. You're taking credit for that quote yeah. that's been on every "I'm okay, you're okay" book since 1954. Exactly. Like I think probably like um, you know Twix 12 and 20 by Pat Boone had that advice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she's the worst. She's not very. She's not very wise. Mm. Um, she what she is is she's just like I said she's the most privileged white girl. Anyway, we're gonna take another break, and uh, when we come back, we want to hear your texts nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine, and we will continue to talk about sex and relationships. We'll be right back. Support for X-Ray FM comes from Taboo Video. With the latest adult video releases, toys, lingerie, and more in an inviting atmosphere, Taboo has been a source for adult entertainment to the Pacific Northwest for over 25 years. More information at TabooVideo.com or at their locations in Portland and Vancouver. We're back with casual sex, and our poor producer Emily has just uh, realized. Yeah. Nope, she didn't. Everything's cool. 
<laughs> We're all good. No one realized anything. No. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just tell you this from Taylor Swift? Yeah. Life isn't how to survive the storm. It's about how to dance in the rain. She just, she's she has the things that people, it just shows, though, the level of I just of feel like she maybe missed the boat. She should have written, like, those, those like, um, posters that go on yeah. the walls of, like, cubicles yeah. and corporate yes. environments. Yes. And that's why, uh, you know, people of average intelligence really respond to her. Oh, my God. Just because there's a hurricane going on around you doesn't mean you have to open the window and look at it. <laughs> look at it. This is a real... As opposed to letting it These in. Are, and it says Taylor Swift. Yeah. You know, and then she's with wearing like this big signature. dress and she's like, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to open the window and look at it. And look at it. Uh-huh. I Really, I think I, I just want to read these the whole time, so I better, <laughs> I better shut it because yeah, I, know. I cannot believe this. I never should have brought up Taylor Swift. It was a joke. I was bringing her up as a joke, but mm. now it's become, it's become a thing mm-mm, tonight. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So don't forget to text us at 971-220-5979 any uh, advice or, or you would like or, or comments, questions, anything about sex and relationships, we are here for you. We have another text. This isn't a question. Sorry. It's okay. You don't have to give us questions. Mm-mm. But my husband and I have been married for five years and we realize we both forgot our anniversary, which was September 8th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that it? I guess so. Yeah, there's no Wait, question. Wait, is there more? No, that was, there oh. was no question. I oh, because it wasn't a question. You just yeah. both forgot your anniversary. That's okay. All right. Whatever. Five no. years. No, yeah. whatever. It doesn't I mean, come matter. On, come on. It's just a date. In fact, that's interesting because yeah. um, we were just talking about, I feel like I'm really loud all of a sudden. I'll sit back here. Um, Ruben and I were just talking about dates and, mm. and like anniversaries of different things. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, I believe it was yesterday. Yesterday was the anniversary, seventh anniversary of Ruben's father's death. Mm. And so his stepmother had, you know, written something and, and people were talking about it. And I said to Ruben, like, you know, are you a person who who has like this connection to certain dates like this, like mm-hmm. whether they're, you know, sad or happy dates or whatever. And he's like, no. And I was like, I'm not either. Like, I'm really not. Like, I don't, I, f- I forget birthdays often. I forget like, you know, we had a, like an, Ruben and I had our six year anniversary and we're just kind of like, oh yeah, that happened. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not, it's so much more about <laughs> like just what's happening from day to day. And like, yeah, so much more important. And I believe if you're really, like open to your experience with someone else or and your own experience and you're really just like every single day putting what you can into it mm-hmm. then those dates kind of fall away as like super important if you're looking at a date as if like this is when we're gonna actually like really express like yeah something exceptional about who we are like I mean not to sound like a you know Hallmark card myself but like honestly if you're just really doing that every day anyway and always kind of struggling some or sometimes struggling sometimes you, just honoring when you, when you remember it like when you you know when you when you think to yourself like I'm feeling strong feelings for you about you and so then you honor it then you honor it then whether it's yeah without having to say like once a year I tell you all the great things about you in a mm-hmm. greeting card or whatever mm-hmm. I mean exactly. yeah it's okay you don't have to remember your anniversary yeah exactly and if you remember and the other person doesn't that's okay too that's let's totally not have okay. a big fight about that I will say that I remember and this is evidence of don't worry about anniversaries is that I unfortunately have in my brain every single ex-boyfriend's birthday mm that every single ex-birthday, I mean ex-birthday, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ex-husband, of course, birthdays, but also ex, ex-boyfriend birth- birthdays going all the way back to high school. Mm. Just taking up space in my brain when I could yeah. be like creating world peace or something. You you know? Who knows that, what I could be doing? you to burn that Rolodex. 
oh my god it's so annoying and mm-hmm. the, every time the day every time a day comes up and also ex-friends mm-hmm. and every time the day the date comes i have to i remember that and i'm just thinking what a waste of space in my brain when i could be doing something extraordinary with that space in my brain yep no it's not that sucks it stinks and i think about I mean, it every time there, there are totally i mean i understand how certain things mark something or, or can make it more significant mm-hmm. you know um for you God, I don't know what you do with that actually because I don't have that yeah, I mean I, I, I definitely have certain birthdays and anniversaries that are marked in my brain for life that have been there since I was a child mm-hmm. but and so I don't know that's a different thing but in terms of what the texter is saying none of that really matters no. because really that's just an opportunity to like to, to put in a bunch of work real quick and then get off the hook for later Right. Like, just put true. what you want into it all the time. And That's yeah, right. like you're saying, maybe give somebody a card. Like the same way that we talk about like Valentine's Day, how most people, mm-hmm. most thinking people think Valentine's Day is terrible. Yes. And like the way we talk about greeting card days and yes. how, you know, it, it is. Because really, just put the effort that you would put in on that one day into like stretch it out, give mm-hmm. some of it like here and there, sprinkle it throughout for, and then when you don't have the energy or the time, don't. But like you've, that's enough. You don't have to like suddenly feel like it's some big important like milestone. Also, you know what? My um, both of my parents, who are both remarried uh, to different people, both of them <laughs> got married to their new. Pe- one of them, one one of them got married on my birthday. <laughs> the other one got married five days later. That's so I rude. was just like, why do I matter here at all? <laughs> I mean, just to talk about <laughs> dates here. Like, are we just going to overshadow the fact that I exist and I'm supposed to be the most important thing in the world to you? It seems you? just that things going on that day. <laughs> hmm, I don't know. Exactly. I can't think of it. Never mind. It's open. Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> that's like when my daughter's, um, my child's rather, uh, uh, birthday, mm. or, or, you know, was on November 24th, which mm. is also my brother's birthday. Oh, yeah. And, and my he brother, was so mad. He just wrote and he said, oh, yeah. I mean, why not? My birthday's <laughs> been lost in like, Thanksgiving in December since I was born. So why not have like a new baby on my birthday? <laughs> Just to really solidify it. Yeah. That I'm forgotten. Yeah. Good job. I, lo- I love your best. brother. I know me Does too. your brother ever listen to this show? I don't know. If he does, can I just put out there right now that I really want to meet you? Yeah, she does. I desperately want to meet you and, uh, and, woo, and woo you away Calm from your wife. Calm down a little bit there. <gasps> I do. <laughs> that is I not do. true. Stop it. A little bit, I Probably do. now we'll just get really lucky just and only his so wife funny. is listening. I know, exactly. But he's so funny. He's <laughs> he so funny. He's way funnier than me yeah. and everyone else I know. And then we'd be sisters. Oh, gross. <laughs> God. I hate that stuff so much. That's like when, when, when Andre and Griffin were younger, even Andre, Tanya, yeah. I mean, Tanya, Carrie was like, no, like, what if they do date, though? It'll be amazing. And I'm just like, no, it won't be because no. they'll break up and it'll be horrific. It would be horrible for us. They don't need to do that. No. 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 Then we'll not. be <laughs> mothers-in-law together. Or we'll have to live together. Oh, my God. We'll live next door. Yucky. And we'll be best friends and we'll raise our kids mm-hmm. together. No, my brother is married. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> never stopped me before, did it? Wow. <laughs> Let's just say I hope my brother is not listening. I really hope he's not listening uh-huh. too, because I'm I kidding. I hope my mother's I'm not kidding. listening. Oh I my god, my sister-in-law's not listening. Oh my god, I hope not too. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> he is, she is. I'm totally kidding. Just Harper, kidding. my brother is the funniest person on I the planet. I know he's so, so funny. Yeah. So text line nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine, and uh, uh, so we we also get uh, stuff during the week. Which, by the way, you can send us. Uh, via email at advice at xray.fm. 
So, um, and and one of them was what's the best medicine for broken heart, which of course is is always relevant to so many people. It's re- I mean, and it was relevant to me recently, but and I had a funny response to that today, which <laughs> is the Kavanaugh hearings apparently mm. are the best yes. medicine for a broken heart because yeah. it makes you just feel like screw everyone, who cares? I don't care. I don't need love. I don't need anybody. Yeah. It just makes you feel like I only I don't want I don't ever want to be involved Mm-mm. again with anybody. That's Mm-mm. how it makes you feel. Mm-mm. So uh, so that's sort of that's a good an- that's a, kind of probably my best advice because the bottom line is there is no medicine for there is heart. no medicine time, time unfortunately certainly isn't you know like uh, my my kid was watching Friends as they want to do God it drives me crazy yeah the Friends thing um and there's this, this typical stereotypical scenario of a bunch of women like let's eat let's eat ice cream and oh whatever cry and like whatever like. <laughs> So stupid, and it's always this thing of like, oh, this is what women want to do. Mm-hmm. Women want to sit around and eat ice cream and cry. No, I mean, I used to have a three. Give me a break. I used to have a three-part way to get over a relationship mm-hmm. that had ended, which was um, uh, sleep with someone new. Yeah. Uh, sleep with an ex, mm-hmm. and either get a haircut or a new tattoo. Mm. And those three oh, things combined. That's why all those tattoos. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and that's and those things combined can be really can be really uh i don't know they just a little meanwhile time is passing it's the most important part and you've been distracted i mean really it's just about and i think yeah i think and also to look at yourself and to look at your do something nice for somebody else works really well oh yeah i guess i that too i mean no no no. i'm not trying to be like the the the, the, as opposed to me who's like nom 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 nom, just like no no taking a bunch of things i'm not trying to be the do-gooder who's like (laughs) and also don't forget the golden rule no I'm just saying, it's surprising how well it works to go outside of like what's happening with you and do something nice for somebody else because, and this is what I say, I must say this 10 times a day at work, it's always easier to do somebody else's dishes than it is to do your own. Which is so true, and it's so much easier Literally true with dishes. It's so true. But also a good metaphor. Their counters are always so much easier to clean. Yeah, you're just like, these aren't even my dishes. This isn't even my house. I'm just doing everyone. It's so much easier to do someone else's like, you know, grunt work than it is your own. And it's also easier to give someone else advice or or to give someone else a, a, an ear, to yep. listen to someone else, to offer empathy and, and whatever is required when someone else is hurting. And in that, in doing that, you get outside of your own thing to some extent, which is good, it's distracting and nice. You're giving like advice or, or, or thoughts or feelings to someone else that actually help you too, that mm-hmm. you might not give yourself because mm-hmm. it's easier to give someone else. And so there's the distraction, there's the bringing up things that will work for you too, and there's just the symbiotic dynamic of like yes. having to help someone and that person in turn helped you even if they were not at all in a place to do that. Yeah. You know, it's just really, really valuable information actually is help someone else in need when you are feeling like total crap. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. That's great. Or else, you know, burn someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, burn all their stuff. Burn all their stuff. <laughs> and a big bonfire yeah. out in your backyard. Yeah. And, you or know. else take a dump in someone's satellite dish or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. Especially, you know. especially the X. Especially the X. Yeah. If um, anyone has a satellite dish anymore. <laughs> I know. Does anybody? <laughs> like a really big one. <laughs> I know. Like who even has that anymore? Let's go to Alaska and find someone. <laughs> yeah. And also you'd have to get on the roof. Yeah. To be able to do that. Well, Ribbon did it once. That's why I said it. Oh, okay. That's hilarious. Ribbon once took a poop in someone's satellite dish. That is awesome. He was really intoxicated and young. That's fantastic. One of my I favorite stories. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, Sorry, um, Ruben. Yeah. 
I'm a, we're gonna we're gonna take one more break and then we have it we have a, a text when we come back. You can text us. Don't forget, there's still time. Nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. We'll be right back with casual sex. Song. Yeah, we're back with casual sex. Uh, mm-hmm. You can text us at nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. Here is a text: My long term boyfriend is such a horrible slob; like he doesn't clean up anything ever. Mm. I especially hate washing his dirty socks because he doesn't turn them right side out. So I have to reach inside each and Ew. every one of them. Oh, I have to do that with my son. How about just stop doing that? Yeah, sorry. Exactly. No, I mean, you have well, she said, "Is there anything the I can do to change this?" I Stop hate being washing his the mom socks. slash maid. Yeah, totally, totally. Make him watch. I, I, when you said that about turning them inside out, that's I, I've you're like I've yelled at my son. Too. I do. I have to, and I've yeah, told but that's your son. I know, and I've told him, and I've told my son, you know, put your socks right side, right side in. Mm-hmm. So that when I, when, you know, if I'm going to wash them and I'm going to put them together later, you want them all nice, then you better do the first part of that. Right. So I would say don't wash them anymore. Yeah. I would, I would have a little, when you're doing the laundry, if that happens, I would have like a little, a little, you know, bucket or bag or something and throw those in there and be like, if you want socks, dude, like, yeah, you got to take care of that. Why, why, why and why is he not doing his own socks? He's a grown man. Well, I mean, maybe they just like take. You know, I mean, honestly, like my in my family, Ruben and I both do laundry, right? And we just do everyone's laundry at the same time. Well, yeah, that is how it goes. Like we don't do like I don't go. To, I'm only doing said, my laundry. But she said he doesn't clean up anything ever. Right. So that's you know, I think at some point what you have to do. I mean, this is such a hard one because I, I mean, obviously I hear this all the time. Everyone has experienced it, where one person, yeah, uh, you know, when you're living with somebody and one and it's roommate problems, mm-hmm. and one person does most of the stuff and the other person doesn't or one person does it in a certain way and the other person doesn't mm-hmm. and it's always a problem and the bottom line is is it really is something where you have to like sit down and write down a, a chore list mm-hmm. if, it, if you wind up if you're feeling resentful you got to write down a chore list and if they don't do it they don't do their part you still don't do it and that doesn't mean that you get to write down a chore list and tell them what to do no like, it's about the two together. of you deciding together and can I give you some other advice around that is 
honestly talking to your partner about where your strengths and weaknesses yes. lie. Yes, exactly. And so, for example, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Ruben taking Audrey to school back in the day with PPS, Portland Public Schools, where she had to be there at like, you know, seven, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not good for me. Not fit for human consumption. Yes. Don't want to see all those people. Don't want to answer questions. Yeah. Don't want to say hello. Yeah. Right. So, and Ruben was cool with it. So that was like a weakness for me, a strength for him. Mm-hmm. You know, other things that that I might be better at that are weak strengths for me, just take those. Take those things. Mm-hmm. Like figure it out together. Yes. Figure out what where do your strengths lie. Because actually, that just helps you both in the long run. Exactly. It doesn't have to be this like break it down like you do this one week, I do this next week. You, some things you are just easier for you to do. They roll off your back. No big deal. For the other person, they're really difficult. Figure out what those things are. With Michael and me, what we've pretty much figured out is that um, he does uh, morning stuff because mm-hmm. I'm not good in the morning. Mm. He does all the housework because I'm mm-hmm. not good at housework. He does, he does <laughs> he, mornings, housework, he does housework, cooking, he, cleaning. He, he's basically uh, what I'm really good at. And I stay in a good mood. Uh, exactly. What I'm really good at. <laughs> For the most part. Is doing, is, um, is, is kind of doing my own thing and, <laughs> and uh, being funny. And what I'm really good at is kind of doing my own thing. That's basically my part. Wow, this I'm, is not good at No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's not really like that. But although it's not. I'll bet he would argue that it is. I bet. Yeah. But it's not really. It's not really like that. No, I mean I. I it I doesn't can, have to be tit for tat. And actually, is what I'm actually, he's better at the at the um, clutter. I'm mm-hmm. bad. At, I'm really bad at clutter. He's he's really good at cleaning up clutter, and I'm better at the deep cleaning stuff. Honestly, he's never cleaned a bathroom in his life. I'm the only one who cleans bathrooms. Mm. And that's no small thing with two boys <sighs> in the house. And a and a man. I yeah. mean, there's, yeah, it's really We aim bad. to please. You aim to please. Yeah, please. <laughs> oh, I never, I'm not sure I heard that. I need to put that up. It was a sign. It's like a my... sign and like little actually, like roadside. You we know. actually right now have a star chart going mm-hmm. for my autistic son who uh, is too old for this and we're really sick of it. And it's not, it is actually the only reason it has anything to do with his autism is because he doesn't care. Yeah, it's not that he can't. He's no. fully capable. Yeah, but we have put up a star he chart. He doesn't care if he splashes about, on the ground. No, and we have put up a star chart. That about, might not be autism. About peeing might turn out in in the toilet. Right. Not on the side. Not over the side of the seat. Not on the floor. I feel like there are lots of boys and men who just don't care. No, and right. It's a constant. Right. It, it probably has nothing to do with his right. autism. But I, don't I know still, that it does. I still, we still have to do a freaking star chart for it Mm-mm-mm. because he won't stop, and it's making me crazy. It's I'm so, so tired of having to clean up. Uh, male pee. Yep. My God. Honestly, you know, any pee is not good, but uh, yeah, but it's always usually men. women. It's always men. That's the thing that I've been mad about women before in the past is when I go to a women's bathroom and someone has hovered. Oh uh, yeah, hovering. And cause they don't want to sit down on the toilet yep. seat, which and is then fine. They get it all over don't the sit place. on the toilet seat if you don't want to. But, but then, if then, you're gonna hover yeah, and spray all over the toilet seat, maybe clean it up afterwards yeah, so I don't up. have to do it myself. That's right. That's good. That's very. That's very true. It's a good PSA. <sighs> PSA, ladies. Uh, we still have uh, four minutes, so you do have time. So I could sing you a song, or we could. <laughs> <laughs> I could teach you how to crochet, um, or I could teach you how to make a macrame owl. <laughs> At least the eyeballs. <laughs> There's probably just enough time for that. Yeah. Yes. Um, right. We could talk about anything. Four minutes. Uh, now we're down to three and a half, but you yeah. can text us at 971. Keep counting down. Nine seven one two two zero five nine. As I was talking about how long it's taken, now we've lost another thirty seconds. <laughs> now we're getting down to the wire here, thinking about it, and yeah. there's another thirty seconds. 
<laughs> I, I do want to say that next week I want to talk about this. So maybe those yeah. of y'all who send yeah. us stuff over the week. Yeah. Um, this is something that got sent in that I do not feel I have the, that we have, that we don't feel we have the time to really talk about right now mm-hmm. with three minutes left in the show. Counting down. All Count right. Down. And five. Four. <laughs> so advice for those who carry guilt over past sexual behavior. Yeah. And this person says, um, for example, cheating, sluttiness, having fetishes, etc. Um, I want you to think about that, and I want to think about that. And whoever yes. wrote that in, I want you, if you hear me saying this, I would like you to write me more. Yes. Because advice for those who carry guilt over past sexual behavior. Yep. Okay. A lot of people so do. Is it not still happening? Is it? Is there a reason it's not still happening? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. First of all. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and... Um, the other thing was consent. We're going to spend some time talking about consent next week. Yes. Yeah, so um, the importance of consent and what consent means. Important uh, and part. Mm-hmm. And so actually related to that, then we'd love to hear from you also, uh, especially because of the Kavanaugh hearing. Just the whole um, freaking thing. The whole can, the whole thing. Write to us at advice.xray.fm. Uh, our main takeaway from the Kavanaugh hearings was we will not suffer fools. No. Um, Stupid fools. Yeah. So sick of suffering you. I'm not suffering you anymore. Exactly. We're done suffering. <gasps> I don't have to suffer DJ Ed. Aww. There's DJ Ed. Yay. We don't suffer I never suffer all. DJ Ed because he's no. not something to suffer. No. He's a gem and a delight. <laughs> he's a scholar and a gentleman. <laughs> Stay tuned for Discovery. That's his show. It's coming up. It's real good. We always forget to mm-hmm. mention the name of his show, it's which I suppose Discovery. matters. Can I say it like I that? It matters more Discovery. than the man. Discovery. Yeah. Discovery. I can say it lots of different ways. Yeah. Listen, because he's great. Yeah, he is great. Um, uh, uh, other takeaways also. Uh, I so, love this show. Y- yeah. Having having sex outside is not crazy or kinky. <laughs> no. uh, who hasn't had sex but you, outside? Yeah. But still, when you have sex it could outside be crazy and, for it's you, something, and it's something really interesting, you know, um, then, then of course we want to hear about but it. But also, I don't want to take away from if you've never had sex outside and then oh, you do, do, it. do it. It might be really crazy for you, and this, right. it's all subjective. Yeah, we're yeah we're trying not to listen to Carrie's judgment about she's that. She's super judging. She's always like, "Welcome to the club." <laughs> um, she's got like a lot of clubs. It turns out, yeah, <laughs> all kinds of weird crap. Um, so we talked about reacting versus responding when mm-hmm. arguing with a partner and playing the long game. Yeah. I made a good point about the it's long really game. Good. Um, and uh, uh, best medicine for a broken heart was do something nice for someone else. I really think it's helpful. That people. was really good. I yeah. liked that. And let me say this too. Tonight was um, our dear Emily's first night as the big big A producer That's right. of and our she, show. She did a great job. She graduated from board operator to producer this yes. week. We love her yes, very much. We do. Good job, Emily. Yeah. So listen next week. Don't forget to send us your emails. Uh, whatever. What is it again? Advice, Advice at, x-ray. at x-ray.fm. Advice at x-ray.fm. We will see you next week. Yep. Peace out. Peace out. Reese said peace out. <laughs>
Between the hours of 10 p.m. and 6 a.m., KXRY Portland may broadcast material that could be found offensive to some members of our audience. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland and KQAC HD3 